0: All right, I hate the word FOMO, but I want to talk about it this episode. And if you don't know what FOMO is, it is the fear of missing out and is defined as a feeling of apprehension that one is either not in the know about or missing out on information, events, experiences, or life decisions that could make one's life better. And do these events, situations, experiences necessarily make our life better? That is something I want to talk about this episode. And I also want to talk about what causes FOMO. And a lot of what I see as a therapist is a lot of it is caused by social media because you're seeing what other people are doing on a day-to-day basis, what trips they're taking, what events they're going to, and you inevitably feel left out or feel like you're not having as much fun as they are. And growing up in middle school, I and high school, I would say. I experienced FOMO a lot, and it's not something that I've really talked about on here, but I wasn't, like, I was a part of a lot of different friend groups in high school but middle school as well. I feel like I was always kind of a drifter, like, I would hang out with the popular kids, I'd hang out with the choir kids, I'd hang out with, like, sporty kids, like, I'd hang out kind of with, like, all different groups, and, you know, partly that was because I felt drawn to a lot of different people with a lot of different values, a lot of different personalities. But I think a big part is I never felt firmly a part of one single group. I always felt like I could be more to feel more included in each group that I was in. And growing up, I always wanted to be a part of the popular group. And there would be a lot of events that I'd be invited to, and I think it got better as I got older and was in high school, but middle school was tough definitely for me, and I always felt like I was missing out. I wasn't at the coolest things, I wasn't always invited to things, and I was so focused on what I was missing out on that I rarely lived in the moment. I was always desperate to be included and to be a part of fun experiences, and I think that as I've gotten older, I've gotten more content, and I don't seek as much External acceptance from those around me because I do surround myself with people now that want to include me in things and that want me to be a part of these experiences with them. But I do work with a lot of kids and I work with a lot of teens who always feel like they're missing out on something because their friends are hanging out without them or they see their friends posting on social media at events or at certain gatherings that they just weren't invited to. And that can feel really isolating and really lonely, especially when you want to feel included and you want to feel relevant, you want to feel wanted by these people. And I don't think I realized this in middle school or even in high school more so than I have realized it in the past few years, but sometimes the things that I would miss out on weren't always as great as what I made it out to be in my head. Like, for example, I would watch parties on other people's stories and wish I was there, but then I'd actually be at those places I'd actually be at those parties with those same people. And it wouldn't feel as exciting as I thought it up to be in my head. Like in my head, they were having the best time. There was no drama. They were just enjoying their life, living life to the fullest. And when you're actually in those situations, like the FOMO that you experience in your head kind of makes it out to be like, It's the best experience ever, and you should feel so sad that you're not there. But when you're actually there, like there's going to be things that go wrong. There's going to be drama. It's, you know, if you're at, like, for example, like a party, it's going to be sweaty. It's going to be hot. There's going to be drunk people. It's not going to be as exciting as you think it is. But on social media, on Instagram stories, on Snapchat, you're always going to see like the most fun moments. You're not going to see people sitting on a couch all on their phone. You're going to see people dancing and having fun and laughing and doing all of these fun things and you're going to be like, wow, I really wish I was there. And I also want to talk about how FOMO doesn't just exist in friend groups. Like, I think when you experience FOMO, the fear of missing out, you think, well, I want to be with these people doing this fun thing. And yes, that exists, but it also exists in styles and wanting clothes that other people have and wanting houses that other people have and wanting this like certain lifestyle. I'll watch videos of people who have a farm. And my dream one day would be to like have farmland and just not necessarily like I want to, I don't want to be a farmer or anything. I just want like land and I want to live in the country. I just want space for my dogs, people to run and not to always be like I live in a city right now that I'm always on top of people and just have like my own space and my own little oasis. So I see videos of people living that lifestyle and I crave it. I want it. I want to experience what they're experiencing. And I recently saw a video of someone who lives in Australia and it looks like she lives just the most like unrealistic, idyllic life ever. And you get in your head of like, you kind of just forget the moment you're living in and you forget how lucky you are to live in this moment and to live in your life. And I get to come home to my house and my dogs and my fiance who I love. And I have heat and AC and a bed. And like, I think you just forget all of those things because you get so wrapped up in like, well, yeah, I have this, but I want more. And if you live in that mindset, you're never going to be content because you're always going to want more. You're always going to want what's next. And so I have to catch myself in those moments of like, yeah, that would be great. That looks really fun and like validating that feeling. But also, do you really need that to make you happy? Or do you want just this certain lifestyle because it looks great and everything? And I grew up on a farm. I love living on farms, but like farms aren't like always the most pristine and perfect lifestyle either. If you have horses, you have to clean up horse crap. If you have chickens, you have to clean up the chicken coop and you have to maintain that house. You have to maintain that land. You have to mow. You have to deal with gardener snakes and all of the insects and the bugs getting into your house. And this isn't me being like, oh my God, like what you want isn't valid. But I'm just saying that there's never just things that are good. Like nothing is ever just all good. Like negative things do happen. And that's not looking at it from a pessimistic mindset. It's just being realistic. Like not everything is going to be perfect. And the problem with social media is everything on social media looks perfect. It is curated that way. It's a highlight reel. You don't see people at their lowest. You don't see their messy homes. You don't see them without makeup unless they want you to. You see the best of the best. And so that comparison and that expectation that it sets definitely does get you in your mind and it causes you to spiral. So I've had to remind myself that social media and advertising that social media like Instagram and all of those types of apps do, they're designed to involve you in a relentless search for the new and the better. And so I've had to practice self-compassion. I am good enough without this. I can unfollow people who make me question my lifestyle or maybe don't align with my values if they're going out all the time, if they're partying. If I'm getting annoyed by what they're posting, taking care of my emotional health and my physical health, and knowing that I don't need to drink to have fun, knowing that I don't need to buy all of these clothes to feel pretty or to love myself. And you can't have it all. And I think you have that momentary burst of happiness and joy when you buy something that you've really wanted for a while. And you think it's just going to make you happy to like reach all these goals and to buy these things and to start living more and more of the life that you've always wanted. But me three years ago would be blown away at the life I'm living now. And I am very grateful for the life I live. But there are still times where I'm like, yeah, but I want this, but I want this. And like to remind myself, I'm 23 years old, I have my whole life ahead of me, and to just stay grounded and present in the moment that I'm in, and to define my values too. Like that's really helped. Like what I value is time with my family, with my friends. I value taking care of myself. Like these are all things that align with my values, like how I'm living. And I've had to really commit to doing things that I want to do without worrying about the perceptions of other people. And a big thing that I mean when I talk about that is the party scene. I think a lot of that for me was numbing my pain, wanting to feel relevant and included. And I think after middle and high school, college was like a fresh start for me. It was a place that no one knew who I was, no one knew my past, no one knew anything about me, and I could kind of reinvent myself. And I loved being relevant at parties and I loved being the life of the party and I loved the attention of being the drunk party girl that that would get from guys, but it would get negative attention, attention that I didn't want. And I wondered why I was attracting all of these people that didn't align with my values because I wasn't doing things that deep down aligned with what I want out of life. And so when I stopped partying, when I stopped drinking, and when I started to really focus on what I want out of life and to start like chasing my goals, as when I really started to attract the people in my life who I feel so close to now and who do align with my values and who I do see being a part of my life forever, like the friends that I have now and my fiance, like these are the people that I've always wanted in my life, but it's hard to see that and it's hard to attract it when you're surrounding yourself in environments that you don't even want to be in. And that to me has meant stop caring about what people say or do. They're always people are always gonna have judgment. You can't please everyone and you can only work to please yourself and to do things that genuinely make you happy. So I've had to put judgment aside. I've had to put comments aside. And yeah, they like they do affect me. I'm still human. Like it's hard to not let it get to you. But at the end of the day, like I know who I am and I know what I want out of life. And those people while years ago I thought that they were just trying to get me to have fun, it's like peer pressuring. They want you to be a part of that moment in time and they don't care about your long-term goals or your own values. Whereas like my friends now do care and they do respect my boundaries and respect what I need and want and they respect me taking care of myself. And a great example of like thinking about like the reality of a situation and knowing that it's probably fun, but also that there's things happening that you don't see behind the scenes. Like I had my bachelorette party this last weekend and it was so fun. But Friday I started drinking at 9am and it was like all day. And while I thought I spaced it out fine, thought it was great. I didn't feel great Saturday morning. And so I had to take a nap for a couple hours. Anyway, I missed out on a couple of things and felt a lot of FOMO. And I think that the old friends in my life, like I'm not making assumptions, but they would have been like, "Oh, you're fine. Like, just suck it up. You don't want to miss this," and kind of guilted me into it. Whereas my friends now, like, I missed out on lunch and a couple hours of shopping, and they came back with Elk Seltzers to make my stomach feel better with Sprite, and they gave me Dramamine because I was a little nauseous. And not once were they like, "Why are you resting? Why don't you just suck it up and push through?" and I'm telling this story because that gives an example of like the people I surround myself with now and how much they genuinely just care about my well-being. And also when you're experiencing FOMO, you have to remind yourself of the reality. Like I said before, nothing is ever just all good. Negative things do happen that you don't see on social media. So while my bachelorette trip was so fun, there was a couple of hours on Saturday where I was down for the count. I was not feeling well, but you're, you know, you don't, See that. Like, I'm not going to post that. And what's helped me too is to just sometimes I need to just get off social media because sometimes it's hard to kind of redirect your thoughts and to just not have that in front of you or to know that there's people who, like, certain people who are going to post a lot of stuff like that. And you can either mute their stories, mute their posts, unfollow people who don't make you feel great about yourself or who make you feel like you're missing out on like your young 20s and always going out and always doing something fun. And so I've had to put time limits on social media and remind myself that you're not going to see the whole picture on social media. And it's more important about what you're doing in the moment and staying present and staying mindful and living your own life rather than fearing missing out on other people's lives and what they're doing. And just know that we all experience FOMO to different degrees and It is rational and it's normal and you're going to experience it, but I promise you what you're doing in your own life can be more exciting and more fulfilling if you focus on that and do what makes you happy rather than worrying about what you could be doing or should be doing. As always, thank you guys for listening to this week's podcast. I am getting married six days from today. So there will not be a podcast episode next Friday just because I will be gone the whole week. Um, I will be back the following week though. And I am just very excited to fill you guys in on the wedding. And it's just crazy. I'm getting married soon. And it's fun to look back at old episodes and hear me talking about it. And now it's finally happening. So I'm going to take this time to just relax, be with my soon to be husband. And I will talk to you guys soon.